All right, we are back. Uh, just wanted to get separate segments, college football, NFL. But we're going to go straight into wild card weekend. Um, I I will say I'm still recovering. Obviously, I'm a Bills fan. And just reading through, I feel like there are so many opportunities for us to win the game. And I know there are opportunities for us to lose the game. But as a Bills fan, I'm going to look at ways we could have won the game. Um, so I think, Ro- so Roland's not here, so you can't talk about the Patriots loss. I think we should talk about maybe one game or thing from the wild card weekend that was a surprise to us and one thing we are disappointed in anyone want to go first i'll i'll go first because i kind of give you guys time to think i'm absolutely surprised that the minnesota vikings beat the saints in new orleans kirk cousins you can you can talk to it too and then I am disappointed that Carson Wentz got hurt. Obviously, I'm disappointed the Bills lost. But I'm not going to talk about that right now. I'm disappointed that Carson Wentz got hurt because the fact that the Eagles only lost by 8 points and had opportunities to win and or tie the game throughout the second half just lets me know that, one, Josh McCown, baller, but two... If Carson Wentz is in there, doesn't take that hit from Clowney, which I think is pretty dirty, they could have won this game. Um, so that's me. John, since I stole yours, why don't you go next? Um, yeah, what was I? Yeah, disapp- disappointed and let down in the Saints, for sure. Um, and I think the thing that I was really surprised at was, I don't know, I saw some crazy stuff that they've, like, lost in the last play of the game or something. Um, and I was surprised uh, at Drew Brees um, being someone who feel like he's just still getting into the NFL. Like, Drew Brees is one of those legendary names where he's like, oh, he's gonna, he's a great quarterback. He's, you know someone you can aspire to be right or whatever and then i'm not saying it was all on him obviously it's not but you know i'm like oh well he isn't like phenomenal because he keeps losing all the time in the last play of whatever um and surprised with kirk cousins ruining every narrative okay all season (laughs) yeah it's because everyone the storyline for him was He's 0-9 in big games, primetime games, um, and he won this one. Coincidentally, it was at 1 o'clock, but still. He made he made big throws at the in overtime. Uh, Zay, go ahead. Um, so my disappointment isn't... So you took my disappointment. I think the Saints-Minnesota game, the Saints were a big disappointment. But my other disappointment, it doesn't revolve around one game. But around the whole weekend itself, and I thought, and I think that's the referees. I thought were in all four games were bad. I want to say awful, but they were bad. They were. I just thought they didn't do a good job. Um, my surprise, I think, is um, the Eagles. Just that they were able to stay in the game. Um, 
However, I am going to, I don't know, I guess, I don't know if I'm disagreeing, but I think Carson Wentz hasn't showed anything that tells me he can win in the playoffs. So I think it might have been a good thing for the Eagles that Josh McCown went in and that, um, like, I I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is I don't think McCown going out was necessarily a bad thing because I don't think Wentz is a great quarterback to begin with. He's good, but I don't think he would have made a difference in that game. Okay, okay. So, but I was still surprised that the Eagles were able to make it a game. So, so I, I'm just going to push back on you a little bit. Because the only time, the only reason Carson hasn't been able to show his full potential is because of health. Um, yeah. Not counting this game, because I'm not gonna say, oh, he can't stay healthy because Jadavian Clowney dives head first into Carson's head when he's horizontal to the ground. I'm not counting that. But he tore his ACL and then he had a broken back. So the only reason he hasn't is because of health. But he also did lead them to the playoffs this year by making great plays down the stretch without any... Realistically, he was playing with practice squad players. He had offensive linemen on injured reserve, his top running back, uh, top tight end, top three wide receivers were injured. With what he had, I thought he played amazingly. And you can see flashes of brilliance in Carson Wentz's play. So that's where I'm going to push back on you a little bit on Philly. Um, and then just a couple. The question about the refs, I I totally get what you're saying with the Bills and Texans games. You know, the Vikings game, you know, did Kyle Rudolph push off? The Philly Seahawks game, you know, should Jadavion Clowney been flagged or thrown out? What Was there anything in particular about the Titans-Patriots game that you want to touch on with the refs? Because... For that specific game, I just can't really think of any instance where I was like, the refs made a big mistake there. Um, and it's yeah, a- no, I, I would say, though, to be honest, the Titans-Patriots game was the one I... I didn't watch the whole thing, mm-hmm. but I, the other games I watched, I think most of them. Um, but... No, I think that's probably the one game that wasn't a play that stood out. Okay, yeah. I was going to um, say. But, yeah, I mean, still, though, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I hate to come from the weekend and say, oh, it was a few plays this weekend where they did a bad job. Yeah. You know? You, you don't, that, you never want the refs. Yeah, you don't want the refs to impact the game in any way. And you could say that they did in the other three games. Yeah, yeah. Bills game, you don't even get me started on the Bills game. Because, um, for example, the um, the kickoff that was question that was called a touchdown and then called back on the kickoff. I don't know the rule. You know, I'm no ref, but many officials and the rule books have sense stated like that should have been a touchdown that one doesn't really bother me as much because i don't know the rule and i i'm not like def yeah would i want a a bill's touchdown yes absolutely um but for me it was 
um, a missed delay of game on the Texans in overtime. The I feel like there was a I don't know a helmet to helmet hit on Josh Allen. I'm not too picky on that one. I'm definitely nitpicking on that one, but you know maybe a flag there. The the blindside block in overtime though, that basically knocked the Bills out of field goal range. Um, Josh Allen was running. They were at Houston's 38, oh. which is just on the edge of field goal range, and Cody Ford did a blindside block. I totally disagree with that call. I don't think it was what the flag is intended for. But I'm definitely biased in that game, right? Um, but I agree with you, Zay. I don't want the refs to influence big decisions and games. And it happened in the college football playoff too, right? Like there's a, a fumble return touchdown against or for Ohio State that was called back. And I was like, that's a fumble. That's Ohio State touchdown. Nope. Clemson keeps the ball. And I think it's a big problem. Like all year, refs have been an issue. Going back to last year, refs have been an issue. So yeah. I, I just hope the next weekend, this upcoming weekend, which I think is the best NF football weekend of the year, because you got four of four good NFL games and the college football championship. So I don't want the refs to ruin this weekend. Um, yeah. But but the but I will say the Bills lost. It, it's still still getting over me for that one because it's hard to be up sixteen and know that you left points on the board. Like there were two throws in particular that were incomplete, but both should have been completed for the Bills. Um, that would have led to more points. So, it hurts. Any any other thoughts on Wild Card Weekend? And then we can head straight into Divisional. John. Okay. So, like I said, some great games. Um, first game on Saturday, Minnesota at San Francisco. Then it's uh, Tennessee at Baltimore. Houston at Kansas City. And Seattle at Green Bay. So those are the four games this weekend. What game, let's start with this. What game are you guys most looking forward to watching? I'm excited to see the Baltimore Ravens game. Any... I don't know. I, some, I don't know. I've been skeptical. I feel like I've been skeptical all year of... Um, Lamar. Lamar Jackson and, you know, how good are the Ravens? Um, you know, Mark Ingram missed practice today. So I'm just curious to see how, how they play. Yeah. What about you, Zay? Um, I was going to say the same thing, the same game, but I'm going to say... The Vikings 49ers game, just because the Vikings defense played so well against the I'm interested to see if they can do the same thing against the 49ers. Um, I mean, I know that's going to most likely be a defensive battle game because they have 
I mean, 49ers have a good D. So it's going to be interesting to see um, how well the defenses do against their offense. Definitely. I am – I love watching Lamar. So I'm a – you know, I'm looking forward to the Ravens. But I will say I – I'm going to say the Ravens are going to win this game just right off the bat. But the game I'm most excited for is Green Bay-Seattle. I just think that's, you know, Aaron Rodgers versus Russell Wilson in Lambeau. I hope it's snowing a little bit. Um, yeah. I'm just excited for that game on Sunday night. But the game, I I mean, both the guys, both of your guys' games, I think are going to be great. None of us mentioned Pat Mahomes playing Deshaun Watson in Kansas City. That could be a shootout, too. Will Fuller might be back um, for the the Texans, which adds another dimension to their offense. And we just saw Deshaun Watson can lead his team back from deficits and, you know, carry them to victory. I think we're going to have some really good games. Um, should we pick winners now? Let's start with, let's let's just go in order. Minnesota, San Francisco. I'm going to go with San Francisco. And I think uh, that, one, I think the matchup of the Niners defense over the Vikings offense is just in, fa- is in favor of the Niners. And I kind of think Kyle Shanahan is like trying to prove he can win it all. Ever since losing 28-3 to in the Super Bowl, I think he's just kind of been on a vengeance to get back there. And with Jimmy G, I, th- I just think... Um, I th- I'm going to pick San Francisco, but ultimately it's going to come down to who can make bigger plays and avoid turnovers, and I think the 49ers are better inclined to do that. What do you guys think? I think... I think 49ers win as well. Uh, um, and I think mainly just because I think, kind of like what you said, I think the 49ers defense shuts down the Vikings offense. John? Uh, gotta go with Jimmy G. You know, that's, you know, I'm, ha- I'm happy that he's coming into his own. Uh, I don't think Kirk Cousins performs super well. Yeah, you think he kind of peaked last week and. Now it's going to drop off yeah. a little bit. Okay. That's very fair. I feel like that's what a lot of people think. Uh, let's move on. Saturday night, 8 o'clock, Tennessee at Baltimore. For me, it's simple. I think that uh, Baltimore plays a real physical style of defense that can shut down Derrick Henry and force Tannehill to throw. And they have three good corners. And then on offense, uh, Ravens are just too good. Lamar's. They're scoring a ton of points, and they're able to kill clock if they need to. I just don't really see Tennessee being able to keep up. It's pretty simple for me. Yeah, I don't see the Tennessee defense being able to shut down Lamar Jackson um, and be able to handle Mark Ingram maybe both at the same time. But I'm going to go with the Ravens. Uh-huh. Um, I think if there's a team that in left in the playoffs that can beat them, I think it's the Titans. Um, I think Tannehill's underrated. Uh, I think he could give them some issues. 
the defense some issues. But I think the fact that Derrick Henry and their running game has been so good, I think they'll be able to keep Lamar off the field. And, um, yeah, I, I think the Tennessee defense has been impressive. So I am going Tennessee. And Lamar being off three weeks, too, I think that's bad for a young QB. So I'm going Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, off the air in a text message, Uze did say that he had originally picked Buffalo and Tennessee to be in the AFC Championship game. Isn't that right? So, yeah, he's just he's staying consistent. Yeah. Um. All right. Next game is Sunday at three. Houston at Kansas City. For me, I'm just gonna go. I'm going Kansas City. Um. Mainly because it's at home. I think Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs' offense is a hundred percent. And I just do not trust Bill O'Brien. Um, I know they beat the Bills, but I just think if Kansas City gets that lead, I don't think they're going to give that up. But that's a big if, you know. Like, J.J. Watt came back last week, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm going to, I agree, I'm going Kansas City. Um, I think Mahomes is getting healthier. I think he's getting better, so I'm going Mahomes at, at home. And yeah, I feel like Brian, I honestly, I think the Texans need to find a new coach. I know they're winning their division, but I think they need to find a new coach. He's not going to get them wins in the playoffs. He'll get them very far, especially with the talent they have. Yeah, I don't think Bill O'Brien is the reason they're winning. I think it's Deshaun Watson. John? Um, I'm also going with Pat Mahomes. I know it's the easy answer. Um... I think this just gets this just gets to me. I think JJ Watt is overrated. Uh, At this point, I might agree with you. But so, and I just don't think you know the Texans' defense, maybe in particular JJ Watt, can do much to shut down Pat Mahomes at home. Yeah, I will say, John, a few years ago. J.J. Watt was one of the best players in the league. There was a year where he was like catching touchdowns on offense. He should have won MVP that year, in my opinion. Um, but at this point, he might just be over the hump. He's still a very good player, but who knows? Maybe he'll re-injure his... Uh, I think he tore his pec earlier in the year. He might re-injure that. Yeah, he, he came back. And basically... He was like, I'm either going to tear it or it's not going to tear. So he uh, he was prepared for it. Last last game is Green Bay at, or I'm sorry, Seattle at Green Bay. And this one's a little tougher for me because for me, on if I go like quarterbacks, coach, quarterback, rest of the team, right? Coach advantage is Seattle, my opinion. Quarterback advantage for me, I want to say it's pretty even, but I'm going to lean. I, I got to say it's even. You know, I can't really say one's better than the other at this point because I think both quarterbacks can make plays that will win the game. And then rest of the team, I got to go Green Bay, but I don't trust Matt LaFleur yet. 
And even though it's in Green Bay, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm going to pick Green Bay, but I still like Seattle. That's what I'm going to say. Um, yikes. Yeah, this is, I think this is definitely the toughest one. Um, it's tough because Aaron Rodgers hasn't played I mean, well this year, but he's done enough. Um, but I think, I don't know, I think he'll do it again. I think he'll do enough to win this game at home. Um, so I don't think, the Packers' D isn't as, isn't too bad, you know, as bad as people think. I'm, go with two. Did you say Packers? Yeah. Okay. Just you cut out on my side, so I couldn't hear. John, what do you think? I'm gonna go with the Packers, uh, giving the edge because it's at Lambeau Field, right? Correct. That's yeah. the edge that I'm that's tipping it over for me. Um, and if you look at the quarterback numbers, Aaron Rodgers, 353 out of 569 passes, 4,002 yards this year, and 26 touchdowns intercepted four times this year and he's coming off of a 323 yards two touchdown performance uh rallying green bay over detroit um and so let me put that like if i have to pick one i'm gonna go green bay but it's not gonna be close because if it is close seattle's gonna grind it out interesting Cause I feel like for me, um, the Packers Zendarius Smith is real good, and I think the wild card is gonna be the wide receivers of Seattle, and if they can take advantage of the cornerbacks in Green Bay, and the flip, it's gonna be which wide receiver group can beat the other team's cornerbacks, and. Also, will Matt LaFleur call a good game if it's close in the second half? I think that's what it's going to come down to. And Because, yeah. like I said, both quarterbacks are going to make plays. Russell Wilson, wh- whoever has the ball last, probably going to win. And Green Bay has been going through Aaron Jones. So they have a run game and a defense, which is something they haven't usually had. It's usually just all Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't have to do that now. And then Russell Wilson... It is all Russell Wilson. They got Marshawn Lynch back, um, so I'm ex- that. That's why I'm excited for that game. I th- I just think it's gonna be really good. Um, but Seattle's defense is not what it used to be. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um. Any last thoughts from you guys? Okay. Um. I have two things. One. Both were from listeners. Uh, Xavier, Corey wanted me to bring to light that this is a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Penn State basketball beat at the time, I think, two or three ranked Maryland, uh, which we haven't even talked about college basketball, but never have I seen a season where like so many top ranked teams have lost. Yeah, It's pretty crazy. Like it seemed like whenever a new one seed came out, that team just lost. And so March Madness is going to be crazy. 
And once once NFL's done, I'm going to pay more attention to it. I just haven't because NFL college football has been so good. He also wanted to say something about how like Penn State is better than Pitt and everything or something like that. Just <laughs> just ragging on how terrible okay. Penn Pitt is. Um, okay. And then the other thing I had was from another listener, Matt, uh, my old coworker. He was raising a couple things to me. Um, one was, especially for overtime, how do we make it more fair? And I think we talked about this once, but how do we make overtime more fair? And specifically, like, is the coin toss a fair way to do, like, do it in overtime? And my argument was, well, a coin flip, you can't get more fair than a coin flip, right? Like 50-50. So that's my opinion. But what we can change is the if a touchdown is scored, I feel like the other team has to have a chance. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, 100%. Because, I mean, we see it in like in a hockey shootout, in a soccer shootout. Um, basketball is a little different, but college football we see it the nfl is like the one team sport that i can think of right now that the other team cannot answer um and pat mcafee was just like do it like beer pong rules if you if the other team sinks the final cup in beer pong the other team has a shot to answer and i think and i think we're all in agreement that for overtime that has to change Put some pressure on the defenses. Right. So, me personally, I would like to see, um, like, a 10-minute period where you have a 10-minute period and each team gets a possession, no matter what. So, for example, if the Vikings scored a touchdown, the Saints get a chance to answer. And it goes... Each t- so every- guarantee one overtime possession for each team, up to ten minutes long. So after ten minutes, if it's still tied, then you do. I like the college football um, type of thing where it, they go from twenty five and they keep alternating. That's what I like, and I think that's what Pat McAfee mentioned. But then he said if it's still tied after like it's X amount of time, then you do a kickoff. Where the kickers alternate kicking field goals from varying distances. I don't know about that, um, but I like the, the other two parts of it. Yeah, yeah. I'd be I'd be okay if they just went college football style, mm-hmm. playoff style that the college football does. Like just take it from uh, the twenty-five or whatever. So I don't know. Yeah, because then if your defense makes a stop, it, it prioritizes good defense, and then kicking has kind of been hit or miss kind of recently, so it prioritizes having yeah. a good kicker too. John, what do you think? I'm stuck between treating it as uh, um, as the third half, if that makes sense. Yeah. Or like another quarter okay do you just stay with the same uh, you know the same offense and the same defense on the field and just as like a continuation or do you just start it over and if you just I would say if you start it over use college football rules um 
but some part of me would just love to see it kind of continue on. Does that make sense? So, like, if end of the fourth quarter, you're still tied, you just keep playing? Yep. The only argument I have with that, and you guys can disagree, but is like, so regulation ends, right? It kind of stops some momentum you may have. So it kind of starts over. That's what I kind of like about it, right? Like in every other sport, regulation ends, the game stops for a little bit, and then you start over. same way if you just if it's just the same defense and same offense well kind of but like if let's just say a team's driving down and clock ends and you just keep going um are you saying that momentum's still there yeah yeah i do that's what i'm saying which you know like it still might be there at the end of overtime but you just have to carry that momentum further down the field. Or like a different, you know. Right. Have your defense carry it. I can see that. Yeah. I can definitely see that. I don't know. Well, we, it's definitely a topic uh, we need to talk about um, with Roland, with everyone, and we'll, yeah, we should try to... 30 minutes. We should, yeah, we should try to, like, dedicate a segment to just overtime. Um, but I think we're all in agreement that the other team needs an opportunity to match and score which they're the nfl it's like so like you're halfway there if it's a field goal the other team gets an opportunity right so like why not just do the same for just like it's only has to be one possession yeah right like there would be so much less backlash if both teams just got an opportunity to score a touchdown yeah so that is that but we did it exactly 30 minutes we will stop it there i we should be back next week i know my classes start again but we can definitely make time um hopefully roland will get back we'll touch on all of divisional rounds college football championship game um but definitely keep a lookout for other pods other recordings i think roland is going to try to do a response to these pods and then an additional just Patriots one. I don't know if he's just going to talk about this past weekend, the past few weekends, or maybe the end of the dynasty as we know it. And hopefully next weekend or next recording, um, depending on if anyone's free, we can talk about coaching hires because some were hired today, this past week. So definitely some more stuff to talk about. And then maybe, maybe we'll talk about NHL and, uh, college basketball because those have been going on too and some good stuff's happening so uh, please keep a lookout for all our other podcasts um, feel free to let any of us know if you have any feedback questions suggestions topics whatever you want to talk about um, just reach out to us we really appreciate it and we will catch you guys later